When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, uh, formerly known, used to be known, once at one time was known as your mayor of PHNX. And I'm joined by this trader over here, the one and only Thunderstick, uh, vice mayor, whatever the hell he's called now. It's, it's Jesse Friedman. Am I still in trouble here? Do I, are you just, still you still don't like me because of the whole the whole Mac becoming the mayor on Sunday thing? You still haven't gotten over that? I'm just still not clear on what happened. I'm just not I'm not clear on how this happened. I'm not clear on yeah. how people let it happen. I mean, the president of the United States goes on vacation, right? But he doesn't like lose being the president. I don't feel like this was just, and I'm not a big fan of it, but. Uh, of course, it doesn't mean I'm going to give up on it. I, I didn't. I didn't become the mayor of PHNX by simply rolling over and letting someone else come in and take over my paperwork that I have to do. So uh, I will fight diligently for this position. I promise you, my constituents, <laughs> that I am not going to accept this loss. Uh, I will come back. I will, I, I will demand a recount. Is what I will demand. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure if the fact that it's a self-declared position makes it easier up, or harder for you to get no, your no, title no, back. No, no, I'm trying no, to figure that out. <laughs> that's the re- that's the reason why I can win it back really easily. But of course, uh, this show is brought to you by the fine folks that believe in me over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, not only are they the official sports betting partner of the mayor of PHNX, but they are the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win, and they will get $150 in free bets if they do. So go out there, new customers, and get your money. Jesse, speaking of winning... The Diamondbacks have done a whole heck of a lot of that lately. Uh, already have won the series now with the Miami, Miami Marlins uh, with their second 5-4 to four victory. Another very close game that should not have been as close as it, as it was, but we will get to that later. For now, what we're going to do is we're going to get excited about the win because the Diamondbacks, uh, more than anything, had uh, just an issue winning these close games last season. It was really the biggest factor in them having such a terrible season. These one run games just slipped away from them constantly. They couldn't hold leads. And even in this series, there's, you got to be excited about what the offense did. You got to be excited about what starting pitching did, but the bullpen really has a lot of question marks still, and really has not been able to help them, you know, keep these leads like they should. It's been pretty rough uh, the last the last few days. Um, I mean, you you think about the Sunday game against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Diamondbacks ultimately lost that one seven to five. Uh, the bullpen gave up five runs in that yeah, game. Yeah, that, that one was a, that one was a disaster. That one was that was that was a pretty rough go for the bullpen. And then um, yesterday on on Monday we had Zach Gallen, you know, pitching a, a gem. He did leave a couple base runners, so those those two runs were charged to him. 
um, when Noe Ramirez ultimately allowed them to score. And then Noe Ramirez gave up two runs on top of that. Um, and then, of course, today, uh, this game on, as we record here on Tuesday night, um, we saw a similar story where the Diamondbacks bullpen gave up another four runs um, in a game that had been scoreless before that, another really, really strong outing um, today. So it's, uh, yeah, the, the bullpen has really... Well, yeah, uh, made yeah, Diamondbacks yeah, you know, fans you know a little. You know what? You know what? No, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there because this team has been bad for this long, and we are not going to start now. Well, we have time to address the terrible bullpen. We have time for that. But what <laughs> I want to talk about is how good this team has been lately. This team now wins the series with the Dodgers, like you said. The bullpen shits the bed, and and they blow that game in St. Louis. That was a very winnable game when they were yeah. still up by a lot. Yeah. So, you know, a four-game series with the Cardinals, that's a very good team. You take splitting the series in St. Louis as a win, I feel like. But let's be honest. The Diamondbacks could have taken three of four. Now here we are in this series with the Marlins, arguably the hottest team in baseball coming into this. They lose their seven-game win streak the night before they face the D-backs against the Mariners, but still a very good team. They showed... How they've shown how good they can be in this series. Jazz Chisholm has gone from somebody who I coveted and adored to somebody who I kind of can't stand, and in a good way <laughs> because he he was he is just a catalyst for that that team. Like yeah, every time he was up at the plate, it felt like something special was going to happen. Even though looking at his numbers overall, he still didn't have like this tremendous series so far. He just is there he's like the driving force at times behind their offense he makes incredible plays on the defense he's he's a great player but a great player that you love when you, when he's on your team and a, a player you kind of love to hate a bit when he's not because of all of the aforementioned reasons right but sure. just very very big at bats you know it it felt like uh it was a marquee matchup every time he was at the plate really though the diamondbacks had the the power so far in this series. Christian Walker can't stop hitting home runs. Uh, he had a very good day at the plate, so that's good to see because I know there's been a lot of question marks around his batting average and things like that. Yeah. Jesse has taught me to look beyond those figures because those figures are kind of crap. They really mean nothing <laughs> as far as the current status of of what a guy is doing. At least yeah. this early in the this early in the season a right, batting average yeah. is, is a pretty rough thing to look at. I look, mean, yeah. kind of all all stats are kind of a wash at this point. This they season, really are. But, like even yeah. even the fact that Christian Walker leads the league right now at first baseman, leads the league, leads all of MLB for first base, baseman in and you'll love this Jesse, defensive runs saved with 4. Uh, and that's not that many, right? There's a, there are a lot of guys with three and two. So, but still, it's one of those situations where Christian Walker has been great defensively, one of the right. best first basemen in the league. You know, there's a lot of names you would expect to see in that top position for defensive run save, but it's 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 Christian Walker, you know. And again, putting some things together at the plate, I feel like this entire team has. Cattell Marte, as you noted had some incredibly powerful at-bats with some very, very, very high exit velocities. And, you know, these guys are just hitting the shit out of the ball. It's just in, in cases, it's just been amount uh, about, you know, like, I, I don't know, putting it putting it all together, launch angle, all that kind of stuff. I just think that uh, we've talked a bit about them being that step away. And it feels now 
like they're not a step away that they're 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 arriving there maybe just a few inches away and that's sure. that's and, and that, that's saying that with this offensive output that they've already had so far over the last over this road series and and that series against the Dodgers Derek, you just talked about exit velocities, launch angles. You talked about defensive runs saved. How, who are you? Like what? What? Know. What happened to? This, what happened to? This Derek? is awful. I hate this. I hate it here so much. <laughs> uh, I will uh, say though that you have convinced me a bit about you know again the the differences of things. It's it's why I understand when I was looking at this team even earlier in the season that the approaches were so good even though people yeah. would tell me like, are you crazy? He went 0 for 4. And it's like, yeah, it's hard to explain. I can't explain it. But in, in his 0 for 4, he took like 35 pitches in those four at bats. And, you know, he sure. fouled a bunch away and he looked good. And when he, when he, when he lined out, it was a very hard hit ball. And like, I get why all of that's important because man, some of that shit just comes down to luck six inches one way or six inches another. And that ball right. goes through right. for a double. And instead it's, you know, caught by the third baseman. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at, at this point in the season, the difference between, you know, that line drive down the right field line going foul versus landing fair could be like, you know, 40 points in your slugging percentage or something right. like that. So it, it all makes a huge difference at this point. Um, but yeah, going back to what we were talking about earlier, um, this, this Diamondbacks team has, again, just been, enjoyable for a lot of people to watch. I think a lot of people are kind of getting back into watching this team. Um, I know you tweeted out from our PHNX Diamondbacks account today that it's okay to be a Diamondbacks fan, <laughs> which you somehow encourage people like, yeah, stop, which, stop, which stop somehow feeling sad about being a Diamondbacks fan. This team is not the same as last year. And I don't think yeah. it's going to be nearly as, as much, you know, I don't think it's going to be nearly as much heartbreak. I don't think it's going to be nearly as as terrible to watch it took the diamondbacks according to our friend michael who sent us a tweet about it till like late august for them to get their sixth one run victory of the year and they're already six and three in in one run games this season so if if there's nothing else that you find encouraging that that at least is something that i think every d-backs fan should find very encouraging Absolutely. I mean, these are these are like the 50-50 games that last year you feel like the Diamondbacks were just on the wrong side of every, every single, single time, one of them. Right. It just yeah, it felt like every single time something could go wrong late in the game, it was going wrong. And and give I mean, you know, we talked about earlier how the bullpen is has not been great the last few days, but give him credit for for bending and not breaking, right? I mean, if yeah. you if you have five runs to give up and you only give up four. I mean, that's not a great day at the office for the bullpen, but technically they did their job in a sense, right? They did enough. were able to come out. Yeah, they, they, they did enough between all of the guys who, who came in. Um, and so, yeah, the Diamondbacks seem to be doing the little things that it takes in order to win these games. They've scored five runs in their last in each of their last three games, um, which it, I mean, it took a while for us to see this Diamondbacks team score five runs in a game over the first few weeks of the season. So the offense does appear to be ticking up. Like you said, uh, Cattell Marte had some uh, some really solid hard contact today on a few different batted balls. That was great to see. Uh, Christian Walker, as you mentioned as well, is also starting to look really good offensively. So, um, yeah, I mean, you get the offense going. This starting pitching, 
I, I don't know how to explain what's happening with the starting pitching, but it just doesn't stop. I mean, it feels like every single day the Diamondbacks are pitching a shutout into the fifth or sixth inning. I mean, it's just been like that now for for about a week or so with this baseball team. It's Do me a favor. crazy. Do me a favor. Pay attention to when Brent Strom goes out to the mound. I don't know because there's no numbers I have to back this up because I'm sure nobody's tracking <laughs> it. And it's not quantifiable. But I believe that 100% of the time when Brent Strom has gone out to the mound, the result was an out and like an, an inning that was wrapped up after he went sure. out and visited with the pitcher. There's just something about Brent Strom that not only knows exactly what to say to these guys because of his experience and just because of everything, but I think it's a respect factor on their part too. Like Brent Strom, I mean, the, the coaching staff is very nice and I'm not going to say Brent Strom isn't, but Brent Strom takes his job very seriously. And when I've been around this team, he's always very focused. Whereas everybody else, the players, the coaches, everybody else is kind of just kind of in a light mood early on pregame hanging out very, you know, just throwing the ball around, talking to each other, talking to idiots like me and, you know, having a, having a kind of like a, a different, you know, kind of preparation than Strom. Strom seems to always kind of have his head in this, in this game. And sure. You, you can tell that there's just something very calming and like, informational that comes from him and i don't know what it is he could literally go out there and say stop throwing balls and like that's enough apparently for them to listen to him i don't know but he uh it, it always feels like when he goes out there because caleb smith was all over the place like literally all over the place with his pitches and brent strom yeah. comes out there and, and talks to him for a minute and all of a sudden caleb smith locks it down right like it's it, i don't know I, it might just be a, as easy as him giving them that confidence to trust their trust their stuff, trust themselves. Maybe it's a piece of advice that he gives them about the batter that, you know, that, that helps them guide them in the next at bat and feel, you know, whatever. But Smith is, that's a whole other story to talk about. And so is the entire bullpen, but uh, we will be chatting about a lot of things uh, as we write about this team this season. If you're not already a member at go PHNX, I implore you to become one. So that way you can, not miss out on any of this good stuff we have coming this week. Uh, Jesse and I both have been working on some articles that have taken us entirely too long to write, but I promise you are going to be worth the time because we really have put some good work into this stuff. And uh, hopefully you guys find it as enjoyable to read as we did to put together. It's very interesting. Uh, both Jesse's piece on Merrill Kelly uh, and my piece on uh, spring training and, and what an economic disaster it's, it's been for Arizona and spring training. There's this, last couple of years but of course you can get that over at gophnx.com if you're not already a member sign up to become one if you sign up for an annual membership you'll get yourself a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com they're comfortable they're amazing there's some incredible designs i have an entire order on the way myself of the uh, valley sickos one as well as of course i already have the phnx rattler shirt is which is exactly what you should get with your annual membership free t-shirt coupon that you'll get uh, i think it's good for hats and everything too so check out everything we have to offer over at phnxlocker.com sign up to become a member if you're not interested in the annual membership you can sign up for a month-to-month membership. You'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, and after that, hopefully you, you like us enough to stick around 
and become part of the PHNX family. Regardless of the membership you choose, you'll get members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com, as well as access to our members-only Discord. So please join us over at the PHNX family. Uh, and, you know, Jesse, as much as I want to boot them all out, let's talk about which members of the D-backs bullpen we want to make family and, and, and which ones we want to just know as work acquaintances because it feels like uh there are some guys that this deep that this pen really can rely on and then there's other guys that kind of can go up and down i mean it's it's not to say that they don't have their their good outings but it's just hard to trust them in high leverage situations kyle nelson is is the the biggest name that i want to point to here um it's a name that very few diamondbacks fans had probably heard of at all uh before the diamondbacks picked him up off of waivers um and for i mean i don't think anyone who really follows baseball knew much about kyle nelson he's not exactly a a household name um but he's been absolutely terrific for the diamondbacks uh this season so far uh you just look at at some of the numbers um he's sitting at a 2.08 era his strout rate is like 28 percent his walk rate is at six percent which is a terrific terrific difference there between those two numbers um and if you look at some of the other uh nerdy metrics uh regarding kyle nelson's season so far everything looks pretty terrific derek um we've got uh expected batting average is in the 82nd percentile his hard hit rate against is in the 81st percentile basically everything that kyle nelson could be doing right uh through his first 10 innings or so he has been doing right um And at this point in the season, it's hard to read too much into any numbers, like we said before, especially numbers in the bullpen, because, I mean, you know that, you know, giving up that that three run homer versus not is the difference between having, you know, a a pretty high ERA versus a pretty low ERA at this point in the season. So um, there's there's still uh, quite a bit of time that needs to pass before we we read too much into these numbers. But Kyle Nelson has been terrific all the way around for the D-backs. Are you ready to get in on my conspiracy theory that Brent Strom had something to do with some of these acquisitions yet or what? Because I feel <laughs> like I feel like the Diamondbacks did that thing where someone shops in the bargain bin but knows exactly what they're looking for and somehow mm. found like things that they turn around and sold for like 10 times the amount that they bought it for on eBay. Uh, not to say that the Diamondbacks are selling these guys off, but just value-wise, it feels like somehow they dug into the free agency market and got names of guys that we weren't very familiar with and guys who didn't have great numbers necessarily stuff to really, you know, wow you when you take a look at their past performances and think like, all right, the diamondbacks really got a solid guy here. But instead what they did was they got guys that somehow came over and instantly became very high value uh, pitching assets for them. And, And I'm talking mostly about Kyle Nelson and Zach Davies. Those guys have both been really good. And Zach Davies is another guy that we were just kind of questioning when the Diamondbacks, you know, gave him the major league contract and essentially said, yes, this is going to be our, our fourth starter. Uh, We were, we we were, we were, we were kind of thunderstruck a bit there by that decision. And especially looking at his last year with the Cubs, but he has been tremendous for this team as well. Nelson though, again, he has, uh, he's, he's been, one of the guys out of the bullpen that the Diamondbacks could trust that Tori Lovello can count on. Another guy has been Joe Mantiply. Joe Mantiply yeah. has been absolutely outstanding for this team. Tonight, I was so thrilled 
when they made the announcement that they were going to Joe Mantiply instead of Ian Kennedy. I just didn't really trust Ian Kennedy to come into the game in this closing situation, especially knowing that Jazz Chisholm was going to have another at bat. That's that's fair. I mean, we we saw yesterday uh, Ian Kennedy face Jazz Chisholm and it seemed like he wanted no part of him whatsoever, um, which did work out for the Diamondbacks. I mean, he was able to get the next guy after that. So all is well that ends well. But yeah, Joe Mantiply is second save. Um, Diamondbacks have had to go to him a couple times now this season. And I imagine this won't be the last time either um, as, as the Diamondbacks navigate this season and have different relievers available or unavailable at different times or on the injured list or however things turn out. Joe Mantiply appears to be uh, a pretty big name for them. And at this point, Derek, it's it's hard to argue with a 0.00 ERA to start the season. <laughs> that's that's what Joe Mantiply is sitting it's at right good. now. Uh, I don't know that's how much you get good. much better than that. Ten innings, seven hits, no runs. Uh, only four strikeouts. He's definitely pitched the contact quite a bit, but guys just aren't hitting him. They're they're for whatever reason opposing hitters are just not picking up the baseball against Joe Mantiply right now. Um, and he's been a huge part of the of the D back success over the last week or so. I've missed guys piss, pitching the contact, and I feel like we're getting more of that. Whereas, like that's what we got out of Humberto Castellanos today. Uh, Luis Gonzalez pointed that out that. When Castellanos was kind of unafraid of pitching the contact, he was much more successful than when he was kind sure. of dancing around the outside of the bull, uh, outside of the uh, strike zone, and and sure. trying to get guys to chase. Right? He throws a pitch that's not very hittable for some reason. Today, he was outstanding compared to his last outing against the St. Louis Cardinals, which is very encouraging. But his numbers, aside from the zero runs he put up, I mean, it's. Four strikeouts, four hits, like five and two-thirds innings pitch. Nothing insane by any stretch of the imagination, but it's that zero earned runs. The ability for him to go out there in, in some way and get guys out is always impressive to me. It, it's not sexy. It's not. It doesn't blow you away with his stuff, but it's effective. And that's honestly, I think, the reason why the D-backs continue to call on him as a starting pitcher. This was a guy that before last season was a reliever his entire career. And the Diamondbacks have essentially made into a starter. And, you know, it's it's felt at times like he's wavered. It's felt at times like he was, oh, is this going to kind of be his Caleb Smith moment where, you know, he, he, he kind of falls out of the, the favor in the starting rotation. I, I don't know what it is, by the way, about Caleb Smith that makes this team change direction with him so quickly but mm. the only thing i can imagine is that it's a lot of it is attitude based uh and and how he's uh perceived when he's given coaching and and at times i think he can be very uh temperamental you know whereas other guys are are able to accept coaching and kind of do what they can to improve right I just Caleb Smith right now has a 15.19 ERA and I don't know how much longer the Diamondbacks are even going to look to him as a reliever at this point. I don't want to read like too much into, I mean, I guess you you've seen more of Caleb Smith in person than I have. My, my take as, as a bit of an outsider on this for the moment is that 
Caleb Smith is still probably a pretty hardworking guy who, you know, is a major league pitcher for a reason. I don't think he's like balking at what D backs coaches coaches are saying or anything like that. Um, no, I, I, that's not, and I, I'm sorry if that's what it sounded like I meant. I just mean he is a very, very emotional person. And, you know, sometimes when you're angry about your performance or whatever, it, it's not sure. It's not that you're not accepting the words that, you know, are being told to you, but it's the fact that if he's very demonstrative, he's very yeah, yeah. visibly angry when he's angry. Yeah. You, you, you know could, you could see it. You could even see it today when, I, when he walked fuck, off. Man, I, he was, I'm the exact same way. I cannot hide my emotions. I wear them on my sleeve. <laughs> like if I'm not tweeting about being upset and having people text me like Jesse to make sure I'm okay, it's being <laughs> with me in person and being able to look at me and tell there's something wrong with me. So I completely understand where he's coming from, especially when I play MLB the show on PlayStation four, I'm not going to smash the controller, but I want to smash the controller. If that makes sense. <laughs> have can- you ever, have you ever like destroyed something like that like you were playing some sort of a game whether it's a video game or like a a board game or i don't know some sort of game where you like actually destroyed something because of how angry you were yes i have thrown a controller against the wall and had it break but it was like the minute that i like threw it out of my hand i regretted it so it wasn't like where you see those videos of people getting mad at a sporting event or a video game and like they smash the tv purposefully and then they're all like <laughs> somehow proud of themselves afterwards that they did no 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 i was immediately uh i immediately knew i made a mistake once i launched the controller out of my hand and mm. it was a playstation 4 controller and Ooh, it those are those are not cheap. and it, yeah it's like 60 dollars. yeah and it's smashed yeah. like it's smashed it it was not mm. it, it was not working afterwards so like that's probably it when i was younger my dad owned a restaurant not owned but he was part owner of this restaurant bar uh here in town it was called oh. the sagebrush cantina in the huh. i want to say the tempe kind of scottsdale area uh and he uh when he when he moved in they had like these giant projection screen tvs all over the bar and they decided to replace those and not have because they were kind of like tacky even at this period of time oh uh, so, okay Long story short, I ended up with a big screen projection, rear projection TV in my room. And uh, one time during a Suns game, I, I, I threw the remote control at the TV and it went right <laughs> through the screen. <laughs> wow. So that is that that's, is incredible. That's my two. That's probably my two memories of smashing things. Uh, I, I destroyed a ping pong paddle once. I, I get... I get very competitive when I play ping pong. I don't know if you play ping pong, Derek, but if, if you want to see me like just that. like if you want to see me just like in the zone, that's oh, uh that's I can't that's wait. We're gonna get a ping pong table at PHNX, let me tell you. Ooh. I need to see that. Yeah, I need to see that. Right now we I have very get no, competitive. I would get um, no work done in that office if we had a ping pong table in the office. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 pretty bad. Uh yeah. Uh, right now we have a, a a pretty good foosball table in there that sees some action and uh right tell you, right anthony totry that guy's a gamer he might lose a lot but he, he doesn't give up and i appreciate his uh his his gamesmanship he's <laughs> he, he doesn't quit uh but 
and and the perfect this is the perfect time to say that when you're hanging out with Totri, the one thing you want to do is make sure you're taking some OG's gummies because that's the way to better the situation. It's it's good to be with the guys from ASU. <laughs> it's good to be hanging out with them, but it's even better when you're hanging out with them and you're enjoying a delicious variety of OG's gummies. Stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch made thc gummies from our friends at ogs this week they are releasing their mini ogs three milligram microdose option for those not wanting to dive into their regular 10 milligram option and let me tell you the 10 milligram option is plenty for most folks but if you want to be able to maybe you know maybe maybe you can't function quite right on the 10 milligram you want to try the three milligram microdose and they come in the same delicious variety of flavors uh, that you can find in their regular 10 milligram dose. Try the tropical flavor in either sativa or indica strains. They're available now exclusively at Zen Leaf locations through May 11th. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. And Jesse, I don't know, man. What do we have to say about this Diamondbacks team at this point? We are one game away from not only their first sweep of the season, but we are one game away from the Diamondbacks being at 500. And that just seems, that seems nutty to even the guy that picked them to finish 82 and 80. I love that you're willing to just openly admit that. That's great. Um, I'm not giving up on it. I'm not, we have a long season and I'll plug it the whole time. It reminded me I was I was thinking about that earlier today and I thought of Mount 500. Do you remember when that was a thing with yes. this baseball team back yep. in and I couldn't I couldn't remember off the top of my head which season that was. So I googled Diamondbacks Mount 500 and every single article that I found was from 2015. So it yeah. became abundantly clear 2015, 2015 was the season. Was the it was the Mount 500 year where the Diamondbacks would get really close to climbing Mount 500, maybe even getting over the hump and being a game over 500. And then they would lose two or three games in a row. And it, it felt like they were just kind of doing this back and forth thing uh, throughout the entire season. And of course, I mean, that's what led to them going out and getting Zach Greinke and making some big moves because they really thought that they were pretty close at that point. Um, but yeah, I don't know if this Diamondbacks team is necessarily in the same spot. Um, this is certainly... Uh, this is certainly a performance that is unexpected, right? Not that many people uh, were like you and predicted the Diamondbacks to be around 500 or even a couple games over 500 as you had them this season. So this is unexpected. It's probably too early to say the Diamondbacks are going to flirt with 500 throughout the year, sure. but it's not it's not impossible. I mean, if if this starting rotation can can keep this up to a certain degree, it's probably bound to fall back at least a little bit. But if the offense can maybe find a way to compensate for that. It's not impossible to see the Diamondbacks doing this, this kind of dance around 500 throughout, throughout most of this season. Well, here's their upcoming schedule. Taking a look at things, they have the one more, one more game against the Marlins. Then they have a three game setback here at home, starting on Friday with the Rockies. Happy yep. mother's day to all the mother lovers out there. Uh, and uh, in the Rockies series, we have Merrill Kelly, Zach Davies and Zach gallon going in that series. Pretty damn good. Then after yeah. that, they welcome the Marlins back, uh, back, or you know, they face off against the Marlins again, back at Chase Field. So honestly, I mean, right now sitting at twelve and thirteen, it's really easy to see this team 
potentially being, I don't know, Jesse 16 and 15 after these two series. Maybe they're even over Mount yeah. 500 after these two series. It's not to take anything away from the Marlins. The Marlins are, uh, have, have been very good this season, but the Diamondbacks proved so far that they kind of had their number. I felt like these games were a lot that they ended up being a lot closer than they actually were, which oh, yeah. I don't want to take anything away from the Marlins, but it just feels a bit like they were a little bit closer. Uh, and then they had the Cubs coming into town after that, Jesse, and the Cubs have not been very good this no. season at all. So yeah. again, we talked about, they got through a very difficult period of the season already, and they came through pr- pretty unscathed, right? Like the first week was rough there. We had that opening day was great. And then things went to shit. Right. But they had some really good series wins over the last, you know, with the, the, this win and the win against the Dodgers splitting the series with the, with the St. Louis Cardinals. It just feels like this team is, is getting on the right role. It feels like everything's kind of coming together and it feels like the same kind of thing. Like we had in what 2011 with the anytime, anywhere maybe it's just because ian kennedy's here i don't know but this i think this that was was that 2007 like, was 2000 was i think 2000, 2007 i think was anybody Ooh. anytime but 2011 was kind of this a similar vibe it was yeah, yeah. you know it was ryan roberts a bunch of like castoffs and things right like yeah, not a, guy, a lot of yeah. guys that were expected to be as good as they ended up being collectively as a group and i think the diamondbacks have a good chance to maybe maybe be that i, I know even at they're still dead last in the NL West, right? But who knows what happens after they come in here and face off against the Rockies, right? Uh, and sure. I mean, right now, I, I don't think that winning the NL West at all is needs to be our vision, the fans' vision, the team's vision at all. It just needs to be about being competitive, taking it one series at a time. It's that one and O mentality that the D-backs have on the back of those shirts that they wear before the game. It's winning today and focusing on today and trying to be one and O today Uh, you can't worry about last season and you can't worry about the rest of this season all you can really worry about is today's game i mean they could come in here on a 10 game winning streak and it still doesn't matter they'd still need to focus on today's game and that's what that whole one and oh mentality is we should all have a one and oh mentality jesse every single one of us we should all try to go out there and try to not put so much anxiety in our lives as as to looking beyond more than just being the best we can be today, right? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good, it's a, no, no, no. I'm it's trying a good, to get you hyped up. I'm mindset. trying to get you guys pumped. Let's go. That's what I'm getting you. Sun's got a big series. We got to get, got to think about this in every single way, right? Every single that way. Was, that was just like a rare, like Derek wisdom drop. Well, like, I, like I that, that I doesn't happen very often on the show. That was, Don't tell me, let me, let me tell you, I, there's, there's <laughs> a lot of things I've realized I've made mistakes about. And honestly, uh, even I get in my own head at times, but, uh, we definitely need to do everything we can to try to be better, right? Learn from, le- learn, learn from yesterday, learn from the losses. The D backs had plenty of them last season to learn from, right? They don't want to go back to that. This is a different team though. There's, completely different guys on this team stepping up and 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 performing jordan luplo cooper hummel has been outstanding continues yeah, to be. a really good they game just, yeah. they have a bunch of guys right now that are doing the exact thing that tori lavella was looking for guys to do last year giving give them an opportunity come into the game try to help this team win a ball game in some way shape or form 
defensively, offensively, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's still a lot of things to tighten up. I'm sure this team would not. I'm sure, I'm sure Tori Lavello wasn't thrilled about getting tossed from today's game, which, by the way, T-Love. Oh, we didn't, out, talk, right? we didn't talk about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was that play by Jazz was just a giant mistake on the umpire's part, right? To be honest, I know the runs ended up scoring, but it, it ended up helping the Diamondbacks out even though they called it the double because it kept at least one run from scoring that probably would have uh, had that gone down the line the way it did. It was just a really dumb situation. And on a, I, I don't know how to feel because on one hand, if an umpire just points in the wrong direction by accident, he should be able to say, I made a mistake and it was actually fair. But I feel a lot of sure. umpires just stick to that shit because they called it that way. And they're like, well, I pointed in the wrong direction. So now it's a foul ball, right? Like I, I almost, mm. I, I I'm almost glad they made the right call, but we still don't know if they did. We didn't have any good angles, Jesse of that shot at all. Yeah, we didn't have any right. good views of where that ball landed. Uh, I, I know that they showed, they showed it plenty of times on the broadcast, but they still didn't have like that super yeah. good zoomed in view that that could show that the ball landed uh, fair. Jazz came into second base and was laughing and talking to Nick Ahmed. And at one point he was showing Nick Ahmed, like with his arms, how far in fair it was like. So he was like, <laughs> he, he just, he, even though he looked like a giant, you know, crybaby in the way that he reacted and his, <laughs> his demeanor in that situation, it's probably because he had one of the best views at that ball. And he knew 100% that it landed fair. The umpire even knew it, but he just apparently called the wrong direction which I, I i don't know how that happened i mean i guess like that's that's possible right i mean i mean human beings make those sorts of mistakes i don't want to say i do it with impossible. you all the time i never know which side you're on to point on on this broadcast <laughs> i figured it out but i'm never good at that well it's it's like it's backwards right because you're yes. you yeah. know you're on it like the front facing like camera yeah just, right yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all backwards. But anyway, yeah, it, it was a bizarre, an absolutely bizarre play. You don't really see umpires kind of change their minds yeah, once they get that's together. What I mean. like, like that, that's kind of a weird feel like when thing. they make an egregious error that they just stick with it, even though they know they were wrong. Right. Like, cause that's, that's almost what this felt like this was going to happen. And then they, when they reversed the call, it caused Tori Lavolo to lose his goddamn mind. And yeah, throw his hat, it almost, hat. it, it honestly, always good. Yeah, the hat throw. I, honestly, I I caught a glimpse of of Tori when he was arguing with the umpires, and I don't want to say Tori was like acting, but you could kind of tell like he was out there with a purpose. He, he wanted, wanted to get, to get tossed from up. this game. Yep. Absolutely, yeah, he, he wanted, wanted to get to his get guys fired up. Uh -huh. He wanted to get tossed, and I <laughs> watching him like throw the cap on the ground is like. It was pretty okay. good. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 that we know good. this he man. He said a lot of F words, Jesse. I counted six F words, I think. So wow. I mean, he, yeah, was, that's, he was trying to get thrown. That's a lot for Tori. But yeah, you could tell that he was out there on a mission and that was really his goal. I didn't even really notice them throwing him out as much. No, um, I actually on, thought they the, didn't because he just yeah. kind of peacefully went back to the dugout. There was on no the, big like there was no big dramatic yeah. like you're out of here. Like there was nothing. Yeah. Right? On the on the but TV broadcast, came out, they the were pool. fooled. 
yeah, Bannister came out to pull Frias, and that's when I knew that Lavello was gone at that point. Yeah, it was like, okay, this is not normal. <laughs> it makes me wonder uh, if it was Bannister's call to go to Mantiply in the ninth instead of going to Ian Kennedy, which I feel like Lavello mm. might have done, but I don't know. It's hard to, I mean, Ian Kennedy, I think, so he, he pitched had yesterday. pitched. Yeah, he pitched yesterday. I want to say he's pitched in four out of five. Yeah. At least three out of four, which which is kind of a big. I think if he had gone today, it would have been four out of five, which is a little bit more than you really want to do with one of your better back end relievers. So I think he was probably unavailable, is my guess. But um, but yeah, not not impossible. I mean, Jeff Bannister obviously had the game in in his hands after that play with Tori Lavello happened. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of nice when you're, when your bench coach is, you know, former manager of the year, it, you know, it works, it works out you. pretty well. For them. I they, told you, Jesse, I there. knew this would come into the hand. I knew it. I knew it would all come into play perfectly. That's what they got him there for. So Tori could go get thrown out and then they still had a coach. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant move. There it's you brilliant go. coaching staff they've put together. But, uh, of course, one thing that you need to do is go realize that the, the Diamondbacks aren't the only solid coaching staff in the Valley. The Phoenix Suns by far have the best best coach. It's where I get some of my wisdom, Jesse. I, I try to coach you up. You know, I call, call you up, not call you, you out. Call right? me up. Uh, no, Monty, they call me right? out. Yeah. Shout out to Monty Williams and the Suns. They give me life. And there's some ridiculous people today with opinions about the Mavericks and it's inconsequential. So yeah, anyway. Nick Wright. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that exactly man. what I'm talking about. That cloud. <laughs> that cloud. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on Nick Wright. Oh. But anyway, uh, don't be wrong like Nick Wright. Be right like us and go to the NBA uh, official sports betting partner, which is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win, and you will get $150 in free bets if they do. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs, get in on the same game parlay action where you can combine multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at even a bigger payout with the same-game parlays. Plus, all customers, new and existing, can place the same-game parlay with three or more legs, and you will get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. And that is uh, music to my ears because usually, yeah, almost all the legs hit except one. That's It's the heartbreaker leg, and yeah, I'm happy to get my $25 back in a free bet. So you go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use our promo code of PHNX, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and you will get $150 in free bets if they do, and I would suggest betting on the Suns because, as Espo would say, the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. And that's promo code PHNX, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over, Arizona only gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you to the Arizona Diamondbacks for stepping up on this road trip. They've been very good. Going into that little, uh, uh, at one point, like there was a impressive stat about like, they've hit a lot of home runs, man. And I mean, that's something else yeah. that they were not doing last year. You know, we talked about the, the the passivity versus patience period that they had there for a while. And now right. all of a sudden we're seeing some great power out of this guy. So uh, we've given our flowers to Brent Strom and we've given our flowers uh, to, of course, our friend Jeff Bannister. But let's give some flowers uh, to Joe Mather for what he's done 
for this team, for them hitting, and for all the people that wanted him fired after a month uh, of this team existing, <laughs> uh, or be, him being a coach with this team. So uh, shout out to all the coaches for what they are doing. We're going to have a piece on that over at gophnx.com. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you sign up. That way you're ready for it when it drops. We thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a five-star review. Only if you feel we deserve it. But I think we do. That's that's what I feel. Well, I mean, again, what are what of course I'm biased, but you know. Put, put a five-star review on it. Uh, and of course, go over to our YouTube page. If you haven't subscribed already, subscribe to us over there. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss our live shows and all of the other amazing content coming out from our PHNX staff. We got some great stuff coming, no matter what team you root for in the Valley. Even if you don't root for the teams in the Valley, we got the PHNX Sports Report. We got the PHNX Bets. No matter what, we have something here for you over at PHNX. So thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but baseball is so much more fun when the Arizona Diamondbacks win games.